The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And welcome back to the Chris and Joe Show presented to you by SB Nation and Big Blue View. I'm Joe DeLeon joined by Chris Flum over the airwaves and we are discussing with you today the recent news of former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy, who was a clear candidate for the Giants coaching vacancy, signing and deciding to coach for the Dallas Cowboys. So this is a bit of a double hit for Giants fans and those evaluating the Giants because not only do you lose out on a candidate that you're interviewing and taking very highly, but you're also losing out to a team in your division and also one of your biggest rivals. So Chris and I, as you can expect, are uh, not too upset by this, but still a reaction is necessary because of the implications on the whole situation. Yeah, and the saga of the coaching situation in Dallas was really just getting more ridiculous by the day. First, we heard Jason Garrett was out. Then, hold on, he's not out yet. Then, okay, yeah, now he's out. Wait, not yet, but... Cowboys are interviewing candidates and then all of a sudden Mike McCarthy has a sleepover with Jerry Jones and this morning he is their head coach. So it has it, it has definitely been one hell of a ride and honestly kind of the most Cowboys coaching transition we could possibly imagine. Now what does this mean for the Giants? Uh, the search goes on. Mike McCarthy was one of the first guys they interviewed I don't think it's likely that even if the Giants had him as one of their top candidates, they were going to offer him a contract without talking to everybody else. That's just not how the Giants do business. That's not how they were ever going to conduct this search. What it means for the Cowboys themselves and the NFC East going forward, that's something we're just going to have to wait and see. Supposedly, McCarthy is reinventing himself as a coach there was talk when he began his interview process he interviewed and when he and especially when he interviewed with the cowboys that he wants to install in his next coaching gig a massive technology and data department warren sharp of sharp football stats mentioned that he wants uh 14 people for the 
technology side of things and another eight for the data and analytics. Uh, just to put that in perspective, when the Baltimore Ravens renovated their data and ad- data and analytics departments, they hired four people. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the Cowboys are going to suddenly become the smartest team in football. What you do with data is more important than how much of it you have. But I, that is, I think, an interesting development and something that bears watching. Certainly one of the things that you brought up, Chris, that I, I certainly don't blame the Giants for not offering McCarthy because he was a top candidate. Uh, I don't really blame him. I think that they were doing the right thing in interviewing as many people as possible and just doing their due diligence. You don't know that if maybe the final round of interviews and the last person you interview ends up being the best possible candidate just based on scheduling as simple as that because they haven't even spoken to Matt Rule who is considered to be one of the favorites. It just does sting a little bit that they weren't able to get an offer out because the Cowboys had the quick uh, trigger finger and I'm sure a little bit of the decision to offer him so quickly and not interview that many people was based on the fact that the Jerry Jones and the Cowboys were trying to beat out other teams and specifically the Giants for McCarthy. I'm I'm sure that they knew if they didn't properly swoon him and um, get him in quickly and, and offer him quickly that he would end up coaching for the Giants. And we've seen that happen in the past in decisions with other coaches in the NFC East that they move far more quickly than they typically do just because they're trying to prevent other teams in the division from getting a certain candidate. The exact thing happened with Ben McAdoo. So again, I really don't blame them for not offering him, but it just, it really does hurt that the Cowboys of all teams are the ones that are signing him. And now that really opens up a, a major window for who else is it going to be? Because I think a lot of people not particularly myself, thought that Mike McCarthy was the favorite. And if the Giants hired him, I honestly would be completely content because he is a veteran coach. He's won a ton of football games. He has that experience. He's won a Super Bowl. So you know exactly what you're going to get. So that's completely off the table. There's really no safe bet in in a coach right now with Mike McCarthy off the table. That leaves a lot of the remaining candidates, and it leaves the discussion of now who are the Giants going to hire because they're still interviewing people, they're still talking to people, everything's pretty much up in the air. Today, Monday, I believe the Giants are interviewing Joe Judge, the New England Patriots special teams coach. Tomorrow, Tuesday, they'll be hopefully interviewing Matt Rule from Baylor, and then on Wednesday, they've got their interview with Josh McDaniel scheduled. So they still have good candidates remaining, and they have already interview, interviewed good candidates in Wink, Martin, Wink Martindale and <clears throat> Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. I'm not sure I exactly count Chris Richard as a, a top candidate, at least for head coach. His interview might have just been as a just get to know you and they might be keeping him in mind for defensive coordinator. The Giants do have good candidates remaining. It's not like they are really missing out and all that's left are the dregs they might not have the big names available to them anymore at least outside of mcdaniels and obviously rule has become very well known over the last couple weeks at least among giants fans i'm glad you acknowledged though that it is not the end of the world that they didn't sign mike mccarthy we don't even know that if he's fully prepared and going to be 
continuing his success as a head coach. We don't know what's going to happen with the Dallas Cowboys. We don't even fully know if that marriage of Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy is going to work out. But there are plenty of wonderful candidates still available, and I think that the next thing that we're going to be sitting and waiting on is if Matt Rule is actually going to decide to leave Baylor. He's claimed and said that he plans on staying. He didn't fully guarantee anything in his statements. He's still interviewing with the Giants. But we really don't know for sure if he's going to decide to stay or leave. He might think it's best for him to be a college coach and that he'll be more successful as a college coach. Or maybe he wants to wait further down the line for that opportunity. Maybe he doesn't fully like uh, the opportunity with the Giants. We don't really know what's going on in his head. And he's honestly the biggest question mark on deciding to, to leave because all of these other candidates that the Giants are speaking with, they're all coordinators that are in the business of coaching at the NFL level to become an NFL head coach. That being said, though, it opens things for discussion now that one candidate, another candidate is crossed off the list. Who do we really want? Who is should be at the top of our lists? I think Matt Rule is probably at the top of everybody's list. There are few, if any, coaches at any level who have really done more with less than he has at both Temple and Baylor. I think what he has done at Baylor is one of the most impressive things we have seen out of any coach at any level in recent memory. Could also see that being as a reason why he would want to stay, just to completely finish the job there and perhaps out of a feeling of obligation to the students he recruited, the coaches he hired there. That is something I think just to keep in mind when talking about Rule as the top candidate. After him, I think my preferred candidate would actually be Wink Martindale. The Giants have historically gone after offensive-minded head coaches, at least since Bill Parcells left. And I don't think it is so much a uh, going for the opposite of McAdoo and Shermer that attracts me to Martindale, so much as just the way he gets guys to play for him, the way that Baltimore defense plays under him. And also the talk that he is interested in bringing the offensive coordinator from LSU up to the NFL level and just seeing what he has done with Joe Burrow and the offensive explosion they have had over the last year. I I would very much like to see that in New York for the Giants. For me, it's a bit of a 1A, 1B, 1C situation. For Matt Rule, Wink Martindale, and Eric Bieniemy. I'd really be content with any of them. But if you look at Matt Rule, he makes a really good uh, coaching candidate because if you think about it, this Giants team is going to be very young. I, I saw some things on Twitter saying like, oh, he's a college coach. I don't know if those types of inspirational speeches to college players will really work with veterans in the NFL. But the Giants roster is very, very young. There are tons of guys that are under the age of 30. So if you bring in a young minded, relatable coach, it'll make things very simple for the atmosphere in the locker room, and he'll be able to relate better to those guys. And I think that that's something very key that you have to look at and try and convincing him to leave would be very important. But you you spoke about Martindale and how good of a defensive coach he's been, and especially this season, and also being incentivized by the fact that he could bring up a very good offensive coordinator from LSU. 
The final thing, though, I would be completely content with Eric Bieniemy as well because if you look at the progression of Patrick Mahomes, and understandably, he's very, very talented. Uh, he's, I would argue, the most talented, if not one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. But a lot of his progression does have to go on Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy because they're constantly in his ear. They're constantly with him in meetings. So if they could bring in someone who's shown a huge progression rate for a young quarterback in their second year, I, I'd be very excited to see what Bieniemy could do with Daniel Jones if he had a full offseason and that time to develop and work with him. So either of those really work for me in, in reaching that next level for this Giants team. Any of those three, three guys I think would work out well. I don't know if Josh McDaniels is a realistic candidate for the Giants. He's obviously a fantastic offensive mind. Yeah, He has coached and won a lot of games, even if it isn't as a head coach, although he did get some pretty good production out of Tim Tebow back in back in his brief stint as the Denver Broncos head coach. It's just his reported desire to have a general manager with whom he has a pre-existing relationship, a guy he has worked with before and knows. You know, back when the Giants interviewed him in 2018, he reportedly wanted to be in a more or less package deal with Lewis Riddick. The two of them are pretty close. Now he reportedly wants to go somewhere with uh, Nick Casario, the Patriots director of player personnel. That is an arrangement that probably won't happen or wouldn't work with the Giants. Now, there's also the other guy, Joe Judge, and I can't shake the feeling that he is a dark horse for the for the job just because his inclusion is it came so far out of left field he doesn't have any other interviews that i know of and having a special teams coach interview for the job and interview for the giants job who are yeah the giants seldom go outside of the box they like the box they are very comfortable in the box and and to have a special teams coach who has never never been a head coach to my knowledge, come in and interview along with some pretty highly sought-after coding, coaching candidates, that to me is very curious. Going back to what you said about Josh McDaniels, I completely agree with, and I see him potentially in a pairing with Casario with the Browns. That makes a little bit more sense for him, or maybe with the Carolina Panthers. But the other thing, too, and this is a bit of a not the best reason why you want to avoid hiring Josh McDaniels and it doesn't have a lot of actual supporting evidence or anything analytical backing it. But if you, if you look at Bill Belichick's former assistants, it's kind of hit or miss. Lately, he has been producing a lot that have been successful like Bill O'Brien, like Mike Vrabel. But if, if you look at some of the other coaches, Matt Patricia, not very successful with the Detroit Lions, um, if you want to go back even further, Romeo Crennel, not very successful. If you want to uh, look at Charlie Weiss, who was a head coach at Notre Dame, he was not very successful. So I don't really know if that level of success can really correlate. I, I'd rather be following a coaching tree that is a bit more, that you have a, little, a bit more um, consistency and that you maybe know a little bit more what you're getting because at times it is a bit up in the air what exactly you're going to be getting from a former Bill Belichick head coach. 
Yeah, yeah. I think people look at the New England coaching staff and they just want a piece of Belichick. They want that magic. But really what has made New England the dynasty they have been has been Belichick himself and the way he approaches the game. And it is really very difficult for a coach to approach his craft with the kind of attitude is the kind of cold blooded, dispassionate humility that Belichick brings with him. He is a guy who, for whom he, he doesn't really have much of a coaching philosophy other than win the game. He will figure out what another team does worst and attack it. He will figure out what another team does best and do everything he can to try to take it away. He doesn't have his own box of what he does. What he does is based on whatever the opponent can and cannot do. That is a really very difficult thing for coaches to do, as simple as it sounds. And just because a coach coached for Bill Belichick doesn't mean they're going to be able to think like Bill Belichick. And I think that is really the biggest reason why so many of his assistant coaches didn't have a whole lot of success elsewhere. We'll have to see what ends up shaping out with the coaching situation, but that is our current reaction to the recent news of a a, a current candidate being taken off the list for the Giants. Once we hear more, we'll provide more reactions, and if there is a signing Hopefully in the next week, we will also be providing a reaction for that, so stay tuned. And also be stay tuned for tomorrow's show where we're going to be breaking down the quarterback situation for the offseason and what you should be expecting in terms of free agents, the quarterback draft class, and also what we thought from Daniel Jones. Make sure you rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us, and also follow us on social media at Big Blue View. You can follow me at Joe DeLeon. And you can follow Chris at Raptor MKII. If you have any questions, you can tweet at us. And also, please send in your questions for our mailbag episodes at the end of each week. Uh, you can send that to our email, bigblueview at gmail.com.